Yes, sir. Welcome back to Gear Bears Fantasy Sports Podcast. What it do, baby? Oh, shoot. Long time again. Last time I talked to y'all was NBA Finals Game 6, where Toronto took over the throne and dethroned the Warriors um, by two points, I believe. And that was a great game. I didn't believe they would get done that game, especially on the road. Um, all was going right until Clay got hurt. And as I discussed in the previous podcast, last podcast I had, that Warriors pull it off unless someone got hurt. And unfortunately, that person was Clay this time. Um, however, Kawhi pulled it off, got a second ring, second MVP, finals MVP, and he pulled that thing off. Um, very surprising for that part. We're getting it done game six rather than game seven. Uh, regardless, got it done. So now we're into free agency, and man, I think this is the most hype since LeBron made his decision in 2010. Shoot, nobody, well, I would say more attention because Kawhi is such a mysterious person that no one really knows what he's going to do. You hear so many reports of uh, Raptors, like Jalen Rose says, 99% chance Clay Kawhi goes to the Raptors, then you have People like Jay Williams say, oh, well, there's a 90% chance that he goes to the Lakers or Clippers. And another report saying, oh, well, he wants to be a Laker for life. I guess that's his goal. That was his life goal. So you're hearing so many reports. And I, I swear every day you hear different reporters out the blue that you never heard of coming out with, you know, reports saying, oh, it won't be until three or four days or it won't be until tomorrow. So don't expect it. It's just like. A lot of reports going out there. And but Kawhi being so mysterious, I'm not sure how they're even getting that much information. I mean, I know he has a team, you know, that goes with them through the process. But um knowing Kawhi, he's not gonna just hire somebody that has a blabbermouth. So um not saying those reports are false. I'm just saying they might not be one hundred percent accurate. So we'll see what he's gonna do. Um my guess the Lakers as a perfect fit for him uh, as far as have the minutes redu- reduced and the workload reduced to him uh, with playing with LeBron and AD, of course. So Toronto, he was playing a lot of minutes, um, about 35 a game. But the Lakers, that would be bumped down about 30 minutes a game during the regular season at least. So that workload would, um, you know, help him out a lot, especially – being NBA, you got weak knees easily if you have a heavy workload. And with LeBron not playing for basketball for about six months now, LeBron's going to be very fresh. He's going to be like a younger player out there. And that's going to help Kawhi a lot. AD is still in his prime. So I, I feel like the Lakers is the best fit for him. Clippers is not a bad fit either. It's just a cohesion of not playing with other um, championship-like players with the championship pedigree like LeBron has. So that could be a vet factor. Well, Doc Rivers, you know, he's he has a championship ring. But, however, I just still don't see the Clippers being more chemistry-wise fit for Kawhi. Also, skill set-wise, because, of course, LeBron James, AD, you know, top three players in the league, top five players in the league right now. And it's better than playing with other role veteran players like on the Clippers, Lou Will, Montrez, Harrell. Uh, you got 
uh, Shai Gildas Alexander, uh, second year now. So, you know, it's just the experience wise and the playoff championship pedigree wise that the Lakers have over the Clippers right now. So that's my belief why he will go to the Clippers. He goes to Toronto. <clears throat> it will be more of a loyal thing. He bought them a ring. So, you know, it's, it would be really tough to leave a team after winning the championship. If they lost the championship, this wouldn't even be a question. He would be allowed Toronto, no problem. But since he won them the ring, their first ever ring, you know, it, it's really tough to just leave like that. So a lot of decisions to be made. Hopefully today we will know the answers. While we're popping our fireworks, we'll get a Wolge bomb in the sky. Ready and Kawhi is going here. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll We'll see. Like I said, I have the Lakers. If you guys want to share your thoughts where he thinks it's going to go, uh, tune in or feedback in to Gary Bears Fantasy Sports Podcast on Facebook, or you can message me on Instagram, Gary Harold Jr., and let me know where you think Kawhi's going to go. I post a poll, too, on my story on Instagram. You guys can just vote for there. I just like to hear you guys' feedback, see what you guys think, because, you know, no one ever knows. So, you know, it's fun to get these predictions in, you know, hear other people's feedbacks. So other than Kawhi, we have, of course, AD getting traded to the Lakers. I um, believe it was traded for Alonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and Josh Hart, and a couple of first-round picks in the future, 2020 and 2021. And then you have <clears throat> D'Lo making a surprising move to the Warriors. Um, believe they traded... Who did they trade? I believe they traded um, Shabazz Napier and Alan Crabb, I believe. Not sure. I don't have any information in front of me. Uh, this is just off common knowledge right now. But either way, D'Lo is the biggest signer for Golden State. Trying to fill that KD void. Um, I mean, we'll see how that happens because you really don't – I don't see how he's going to fit into their offense as well with, uh, with Steph being more the primary ball handler. Elo is also a primary ball handler. So it'll be interesting how Steve Kerr gets those, you know, uh shares across the uh across the across the board there with Clay, Steph, and D'Lo. Well, Clay won't be there half the season, so it's gonna be really with uh D'Lo and Steph for now. It'll make it a little bit easier since it's just them two out there, but when Clay comes back, he's most off the ball situation, so that shouldn't be too hard for them to figure out. Either way, I just don't really like the fit, really. Um, D'Lo doesn't really fit their their game scheme. But we'll, we never know. We'll see how that happens. Um, he's definitely no KD. So don't expect them to be better than they were with KD. However, KD, speaking of the devil, is going to the Brooklyn next with Kyrie Irving, which is very, very crazy because the Nets – you get very good very fast. Kyrie, Karis LeVert, KD when he comes back next year. Not next year, two years now. Mm, we got we got a lot of good players on that team. Jared Allen, Spencer Dinwiddie. You have a lot of good players on that team, man. And that's going to get very scary when KD gets back. So whenever he gets back, I don't think it's going to be next year. It could be deep in the playoffs if they make the playoffs, which they should. So watch out for that team. Another scary team will be the Atlanta Hawks. They have a lot of scary young players, man. It's Trey Young and them boys going to tear it up. Cam Reddish, very underrated player in the draft, going to tear it up there. 
Um, moving on to more free agency news. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Buckets going to the Miami Heat. And Pat Riley, we trust. Yes, sir. Uh, sign and trade deal. We got rid of Josh. I'm being biased now, said we. Uh, the Heat got rid of Josh Richardson um, for Jimmy Butler. We also had to get another team involved. So we had to ship Kelly O, Kelly Olenek to the Mavericks and also Derrick Jones Jr. to the Mavericks. And I believe that'll be it. So Kelly O loss and a Josh Richardson loss. Derrick Jones Jr. was a role player, so it's not really a loss for us. So get all that with Jimmy Butler. Not bad. Also, trade a crybaby Whiteside. I have a lot of beef with Whiteside, how he just he just complains about his playing time. And when he gets out there, he he doesn't produce the way he needs to produce. You know, you know, you get 10 and 10. You're supposed to get 10 and 10 as a center. But producing meaning, you know, having an attitude on the court, playing every possession and stop crying, man. <laughs> That's not the Miami Heat culture. And I saw it since two years ago um, in 2017 that he was not going to stay there long because of his crybaby ways. He let Joel a beat get in his head. And he just, ever since then, he just, you know, hasn't been, he hasn't been the same white side that we love, you know. Um, so, unfortunately, he didn't work out there. Um, tired him anyway. So now we have Myers Leonard. In that return, Mo Harkless is going to the Clippers. Uh, another three tra- three uh, team trade. So Myers Leonard is a great player. As if you guys saw the playoffs against, was it the Warriors? Yep, the Warriors when he went off were like five threes or something, like thirty points in like Game Six. He turned to Damian Lillard for for a second with Dame Lillard being hurt, and he went off, and I mean off. So that's a great pickup for the Miami Heat. Great job by Pat Riley. Drafted Tyler Hero in the first round. Now, I, I doubted the Tyler Hero draft pick only because it was in the first round. Like, I would like that in the second round. I'm pretty sure he would still be there in the second round. But who knows? Maybe the Warriors would have picked him up, get another shooter. Maybe the Lakers um, would have picked him up. Some, some team that needed a shooter picked him up. So I can, I, can, I can see now why we pulled that trigger because I'm sure they had uh, plans of getting Jimmy Butler and all the pieces that fit today so there was a more of a future you know no no what they going to do in the future but the fans like us like me we didn't know like what was we're going to get jimmy buckets we just thought you know it's a rebuild so we're going to get like a player like maybe boyle boyle pair like kevin kevin porter jr you know to be the next d-way you know draft the next d-way um well not boyle boyle to be next d-way of course but you know like that type of star power mindset you know just like D Wade had, um, and we got a uh, what's his name, <laughs> Tyler Hero. He's pretty good. No, no, don't sleep on him. He's good. He put up twenty points in summer league. It is summer league, but you know, there's still some league competition there. Um, so he's still good. Don't um, don't get me wrong. Just the first round that had me a little shaky, as other Heat fans were a little shaky about. But it all makes sense today. You know, he's gonna fit in right, right, very right with the Miami Heat culture bench. Maybe even start at some point, and he he can shoot that thing. He can, he has some swag to him too. So it's a great pickup for the Miami Heat. Hurt, we're not done yet. Uh, there's reports that we want to get Bradley Bill and John Wall. I don't don't play with my emotions now. 
<laughs> now, if that happens, oh my goodness. I can tell you what, if you get John Wall, I'm sorry about the weave. Very biased. Miami Heat fan for life. But if Miami Heat get John Wall, Bradley Bill, Jimmy Bucket, Jimmy Buckets, Justin Winslow, maybe uh, Bam out bio at uh, center or Myers Leonard at center, that is a very scary lineup in the East. In the East now, okay? In the East, you really have uh, Milwaukee, Philly. Boston fell off, so they're not in the top three anymore. So it's going to be Milwaukee, Philly. Let's see. Um, the Nets, maybe. If, you know, Kyrie gets some good cohesion, doesn't act like a, you know, a whiny baby. Um, so Milwaukee, Philly, Nets. Heat. I can see it that way, you know. Um, really not that much great competition in the East. It's the Easter Conference now. So be aware of that. Just... Don't sleep on don't sleep on us. You know, don't sleep on the Miami Heat. Uh moving on, free agency wise, we covered the AD, KD, Kyrie, Brooklyn, with KD, AD the Lakers, Jimmy Buckets to the Miami Heat, and who knows where Kawhi goes. Mm, I I say the Lakers, but we'll see about that. Say D Lo's going to the Warriors. I think that'll be about it. Through through um Little name, not really little, but, you know, off-the-market type free agents is out there, like Boogie Cousins, see what he's going to do. Uh, Danny Green's waiting for Kawhi. So a little, you know, off-the-market type players that's out there still. And uh, we're moving right on to MLB. Um, a lot of games spread out for today on this lovely 4th of July. Uh, we got an 11 o'clock game with the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> I'm ready for football season with the Miami Marlins against the uh, Washington Nationals at 11.05. 11.05 my time, 12.05 on the East. It's going to be a very early game. That's our first game for today. We have a few We have a few games spread out. I'm accounting out for you right now. Just uh, FanDuel-wise, there's three different slates. There's a 1 p.m. slate. There's a 4 p.m. slate, and there's a 7 p.m. slate. That would total to, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 games today. And all spread out nice and evenly for us, so that way, you know, go out there on the grill, come back, and there's another game on or, you know, same game on. Either way, if you're watching on a Sports Center or Fox or anything like that, there will be a baseball game on, which is great in my household. So, you know, I'll be I'll keep up to that. Um, rather than grilling, I will be fishing and just chilling out in the backyard, really. And uh, checking my scores, of course. But let me get you on to what, what slates I'm going to do today. It's going to be the single games. Got money spread out everywhere today. Um, single game, 11.05 a.m. Uh, Marlins versus the White Nationals. And the weather report for that, let's check on Kevin Roof. Uh, Rado Grinders, weather report. Um, he has a few tags. It's orange. Uh, the important ones, though, like the uh, Marlins game, it's going to be very a late chance to pop up, so that'll be fine. The only worry today we have is Kansas City versus Cleveland with the radar looking like it's going to rain around the game time. So we'll see about that. But right now it says Miami National is going to stay dry. Uh, there's a chance of a late pop-up, but that'll be 
when the game's already started. So it'll be an in-game delay and then resume play after that. My lineup for that is a single game. Uh, to refresh your memory once again, single game is different from NBA single game. This one we have MVP um, two times, uh, two times the points. So multiply that by two. Whatever points he gets, it's going to be multiplied by two. Then we have the all-star slot with 1.5 multiplication. Whatever points he get would be multiplied by 1.5. And then our last three slots will be a utility spot. Um, no multiplication, no multiplications there. It'll just be a regular scoring, whatever score he gets, is what he gets. Um, Marlins now they're they're feisty for some reason. They're they're fighting for whatever. I don't. They're just you know their record's terrible, but they've been winning some ball games. I'm pretty sure they swept Philly twice, and uh, they they just want to freaking win games for some reason. I don't know why. You know, <laughs> we, it's, it's not like they're going to make the playoffs. But let me stop being a little biased and hating, you know, being harsh on my Miami team. Glad they're finding out, um, you know, that's the Miami culture. Never give up. Uh, however, they will lose this game today against the Nationals. Uh, Nationals are the favorite today. And as my MVP player, it's going to be Trey Turner. He tears up the Marlins. He averages at least – at least 10 points against the Marlins. Um, at the Marlins, uh, the 25th in the series started at Miami. He had 25 fantasy points. The next game, 24. The next game, 27. And then yesterday, he had 15. So with that series, he averaged about 20 to 22 fantasy points for that series. Um, but lifetime against the Marlins, he averages about 10 points, which is very good baseball-wise. And with that being your MVP slot, you get 10 points multiplied by two. That's 20. That's a lot of points for fantasy-wise with just one game especially. Um, he gets a lot of steals, being a speedy guy. He has some power to him now. He has some good power to him. He has about six home runs, but that thing could pop out of there very fast. He has some power to him, so don't sleep on that. And today he's going to eat up um, tomorrow and today. On this lovely 4th of July, another guy that ate up the Marlins is Juan Soto. Another power, great power uh, lefty. He can hit that thing, oppo or wherever. Um, he has 15 home runs on the year, 301 batting average. He's a very great baseball player. I believe he made an all-star team. I believe he should have made an all should make an all-star team. He still has a chance to. Um, uh, he's just a great – there's a lot of outfield talent in the NL as well, so – but either way, Juan Soto is up there with that competition. Great on offense, great power. Um, he's speedy, gets some steals going. He's having a great, great year. He's only 20 years old, and that's crazy, 20 years old. So I think they're sleeping on him. He should make an all-star team. If not, that would be a shame. But he's going to be my all-star slot, um, speaking of the devil. So that's going to be 1.5 multiplication. He also eats up the uh, Marlins as well. Um, any chance he gets, he averages as well about 8 to 10 fantasy points. Um, he had a home run on the second against the Marlins. But lifetime, he averages about 8 to 10 fantasy points. And he's going to eat them up along with Trey Turner. And that's my top two guys, Trey Turner Juan Soto. Place them as you please, but I recommend putting Trey Turner at MVP slot. Um, one of the feisty guys in the utility spot is going to be 
Garrett Cooper. He's one of those feisty guys that um, just doesn't want to quit. You know, but has no quit in him. One of the guys you want to put on your fantasy team. He's going to at least get you a hit. Um, lately, he's been tearing it up with home runs. 315, batting average of seven home runs with only 139 at-bats. And that's very impressive for a 28-year-old. So, you know, he's a feisty, feisty guy. He's not going to quit. He's not going to – he's going to stay patient in the batting box, and he's, he's not going to strike out easily. And the next guy, Brian Dozier, um, very low guy, very cheap guy, old veteran, but he, he's consistent. He's been he's getting better. And earlier in the season, he was not consistent at all. He's gotten a lot better, a whole lot better. He has 12 home runs, 229 batting average. Um, he's getting a lot better consistency-wise. He also eats up the Marlins as well. Um, but with him being a low guy, you can bet on him getting at least one or two hits. You know, he's only 4,500 salary-wise. So I like him at the uh, one of the utility spots along with Garrett Cooper with one of those guys that does not give up that's going to keep fighting. And the last guy is going to be – Excuse me, I don't know how to say his first name. Gerardo Parra. I said that correctly. Gerardo Parra. Another guy that doesn't quit. Veteran. Came from the Rockies. Um, he he knows how to hit those things. He knows how to hit those home runs very good. Especially like a team like the Marlins with a very poor pitching staff. He he can eat them up very fast and very good. Especially with run, runners in scoring uh, precision. So... Another guy that's going to get you good quality hits and going to stay in that bottom box, not going quick, not going to strike out easy. So that will be my top five players with uh, Trey Turner being number one, Juan Soto number two, Garrett Cooper number three, Gennaro Parlo number four, and Brian Dudger number five. And that will do it for your teams. That will do a very good single game with the Miami Marlins versus the Washington Nationals. Now, the other games, we have so many games spread out. Looking at my FanDuel, there's so many. There's money placed everywhere, pretty much. We got our uh, 115 very early set out for those lineups. I have a 405 set up for that lineup. And I have a 707 set up for that lineup. So add that up. That's a lot of players with a lot of games. So, like, if you, if, if, I can see if it's all one slate where you could put, you know, all like all these three slates on one slate, so you can name the best nine players. But since it's three slates, I'm gonna have to name 27 players for three different slates, and that's that's a lot. So <laughs> to make it easier on my Fourth of July, I'll just if you guys need any help, let me know, and I'll be glad to give you my final lineups for that. But um, just just so many games to be spread out, so much research to be done that. If I just, you know, go detail by detail like I did my first single game. Single game is very easy. It's five players. But with 27 players, I'll be I'll be here talking for four hours <laughs> and barely, you know, getting my fireworks done. And also want to fish, you know. Sun's coming out. It's getting a little bit hot out there now. But, you know, just being honest with you guys. So if you need help with your fantasy lineups today, be free to uh, direct message me on Instagram. Um Reach out to me if you need help on it, and I'll be gladly glad to help you. So that will do it for today. I'm going to go out there and enjoy my time, my 4th of July. 
I hope you guys do the same. I will do a show again this weekend, let you know how I did. I'm going to do it tomorrow, not this early, not really early, but around like 12 1 tomorrow. I'll get my, you know, some rest, relax a little bit. My pops went out to Costa Rica today. Um, I know he he's on vacation. believe he left today. So um, safe travels to my pops. I know he'll be listening to this show. Um, safe travels to my, I think my sister's going somewhere on the beach. My nephew was telling me on FaceTime. And my mom's chilling in Orlando, so I, I know they're going to be listening. So I just want to give them a little shout out. And I also have a YouTube video coming soon. I'm just looking for an editor to, you know, do all that stuff, especially during football season. And I'm not I'm not tech savvy anyway, so it's gonna take me some time to figure out. So I'm looking for an editor to help me out, uh, post these YouTube videos as we are having some visuals right now. But I'm not sure even how to post on YouTube. So I'm just gonna keep this visual until I find someone that knows how to do it or Someday I can find out doing myself, but I would like to have an editor first to save me some time, especially during football season when I have those long hours. So that'll do it for today. I thank you guys for tuning in, and I hope you have a great 4th of July. God bless.